Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome once again to the Loaded Card Podcast. This is the We're Fucking Sorry edition. I am Paul of What's Paul Playing Today, and with me as always is Dan, otherwise known as Chop the Viking, who's snickering over there. What's up, buddy? Yes, yes, I'm very snickering. Um, yeah. I'm getting my ass kicked. That's what that's what's happening over here. <laughs> I <understand> entirely. <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to, be, to be super honest, which is, I think, the whole point of all of this and what we wanted to do. So. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm like, we, we wanted to record sometime this month. And I'm like, you know, he's going to mess with me when he wants to record. When he's got time, I'm not going to bother him. And then a month goes by and here we are. Yeah. Well, it's just one of those things where we keep being like, like, I keep talking to my wife about it. And she's just like, well, we can make time on this day. And it's like, okay, that's cool. And then like, we go to start doing it and just like things blow up and like, yep, that, that wasn't going to work. Well, we'll try tomorrow. And then like that blows up too. And it's like, okay, well, never mind. We'll try next weekend. <laughs> and then uh, got a toddler and then twin babies, yeah. like that's yes. plans are going to not happen. Yeah. Well, and what makes it worse is that they're, they're so young right now and they're, they're incapable of really getting onto a set schedule and they're just kind of getting into the age. Like they're, they turned three months old this week mm -hmm. and usually about four months old is when they can really get on a, a set schedule where you can like almost reliably like clockwork. They'll be in bed within this like 30 minute window. They'll, you know, wake up within this like 30 to 45 minute window. And like they, they literally, all of their, you know, body rhythms kick in and uh, sure, we're just sure. not there yet. So it's uh, yeah. right now it's uh, they, they go, they, we actually can get them to sleep sometime between about nine and 1130. Some, that sometime in that range. That out, yeah. <laughs> and then they, they wake up sometime between two and four in the morning to, to eat sometimes at the same time, sometimes, you know, an hour apart. So it's like, I wake up at two 30, make one a bottle, feed it, put put her back in bed and then like half an hour later the other one wakes up and i have to do it all over again and it's just like uh god damn it <laughs> Go check that. so yeah <laughs> so and mostly the reason that like uh, we wanted to do this and and like i wanted to, to apologize and let you guys all know what's going on is that like kind of in, in my, like we could keep doing episodes and we could do them every couple of weeks but like i feel shitty because i am completely unable to sit down and play games right now like to to put it in perspective the next episode we are supposed to do which is south park the fractured butthole which came out in what october october november somewhere in that ballpark yeah i like october early november i've fucked three hours in the game like that's that's how bad it is like that is the amount of free yeah. time i've had to sit down and play that game yeah. like three hours yeah in i understand what is is now almost three months <laughs> like i played three hours of that game and that sucks because like i want to actually be able to sit down and participate in that conversation and talk about the game and be informed and like i kind of have a half-ass idea of how the whole combat system works um True. but i don't know anything about any of the story or anything and i can't like i can't speak to some of the later game stuff because i know there's some crazy later game stuff that you like mechanics that you pick up with like more crazy farts and stuff um but yeah like but i can't like i can't talk about that and i i don't want to put out a half-assed product so no no one that's, does that's where i'm kind of like eh that sucks um so like as a part of that uh i in feeling bad we i went in this week and turned effectively turned off collecting donations from patreon people because we like we've done two episodes and 
two months or something like that. And that's ridiculous. And that's not what we, that's not what we promised. So I don't feel right collecting money from people if we're not giving them what we promise in return. Um, so, so that's the thing now. Uh, and it will, once we're able to start doing our show again, like every two weeks and, and getting back to what we have promised people, I will, I will turn that stuff back on with warning. Like I'll give people warning. So they know that that, that money's going to start coming out of their bank accounts again, because that's only fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm sitting right now is I don't want to do something half-ass and I, I don't want to give our fans something that's half-ass. So I think we've kind of decided that we're like, we'll do what we can when we can. And at, at some point in the next month or so, hopefully we'll be able to hit the ground running again. And, uh, take off and it basically will be like whenever i can finish south park is i think when we'll do the episode because <laughs> yeah, that's that's, kind of, that's gonna be the fair accurate thing is like when i can have enough time to play through like a 20-hour game which you know will take a couple of weeks if i play a couple hours a day like yeah pretty much that's when we know okay we can probably start doing this again and uh that's what we'll we'll, we'll try and kick things back into gear and you know, we have shows planned out. We know the topics we want to cover. We know the games we want to cover. Um, so, so it's funny that like I got so behind in like playing South Park and in that that uh, the Game Dev Tycoon people had time to release Game Dev Tycoon on iOS. So I picked it up on my iPad and I've got it. I've had more time to play that because I can just sit there with one hand hitting buttons while feeding a baby, and I can't yep. do that with South Park. So, anyway, so now that all that stuff's out of the way, uh, you uh pretty big day for you today yeah there's all kinds of shit going on um just turned 35 today is my birthday yeah. it's so ha- happy birthday seven. everyone Thank spam you. paul with happy birthday if you have not already by the time you hear this okay um moving along uh it's also the first buffalo bills playoff game in 17 years yeah that's pretty it crazy almost it was almost it's like half your life <laughs> yeah, that is a little under half my life depressingly um yeah today is the first day that they are in the playoffs in a long time and, and, uh, was i looking at that helmet correctly are they playing jacksonville they are in fact playing jacksonville how the fuck did that happen <laughs> uh, jacksonville was actually pretty decent and they had a really light schedule this year okay like yeah i i have paid almost zero attention to football this year um so it's just kind of funny to be like how the fuck did jacksonville make the playoffs they always suck and, uh, yeah, yeah, they had a really light schedule and an incredible defense, and Blake okay. Bortles didn't throw up a lot. So they they took the Ray Lewis approach to uh, winning NFL games. Defense wins championships. Covering up murders. Well, that too. That always helps. <laughs> uh, yeah. Moving along. Uh, yeah, that's really about it. I'm pretty excited for today because I'm sitting here in a Bills jersey, drinking water from a Bills mug. Yes, you are. You are all billsed out right now. Um, but yeah, it. This isn't going to be a uh, nothing episode. We uh, we do have a couple of things to talk about. So you know, hopefully, you guys will stick around through it and not just like you know, Man, throw your fuck throw your, guys. Yeah, throw your phone in disgust because we suck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we do have some news. Uh, for example, Diablo is now legally able to drink as a franchise. It had turned 21 on the 28th, I believe, of December. In 1996, it was released. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I think Doom had a birthday recently, too. Like, there's a whole bunch of games that are released, you know, because the big window for releasing new games is at the end of the year. So yeah, it's always like, in December, you get all these like, oh, this game is 3 billion years old. Hmm. 
what game is three billion years old? Tetris. No, that's it was released <laughs> in the nineties. Parcheesi. Maybe. Checkers. Go. Run. Uh-uh. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, uh, I'm sure by now you all have heard about the uh, security flaw in Intel processors. And the Intel CEO actually sold off a bunch of stock as part of a plan for insider trading. Um, he sold off a bunch of stock before the security flaw went public as part of an anti-insider training pl- or trading plan. So yeah, yeah, he knew about it. They knew about it. Shit happened. Yeah, I I think the the timeline of events that I heard was that like Google found the security flaw and let Intel know, like either in June or July of this year, and like Intel has sat on it for months, and like it just came out, it became public knowledge basically within the last week or two, and uh, it's kind of exploded and. Uh, yeah, apparently back in October at the very last minute of the deadline, like there's a weird deadline for selling stock every year uh, yeah. for it. I think it has to do with the uh, physical year because it's like that end of October area mm-hmm. um, where like board members for large companies can file paperwork to sell off some of their shares of their stock. And it's just, it's something that happens every year. It is completely normal. What makes this abnormal is that this guy at the very, very last second changed the amount of stock he was selling to 10 times the amount that he normally sells every year. Yeah. (laughs) Which that doesn't look shady at all. Like right before this shit goes public. Yeah. Um, he he actually sold every single stock that he was not contractually forced to keep. Yes, he sold everything. Remember. Yeah, if he if he had sold any more stock than he sold, he would no longer be eligible to be chairman of the board because he wouldn't have yeah. enough stock to be chairman. Hmm. So so yes, he sold every penny of stock he could legally sell and still remain chairman of Intel. Yeah, because that doesn't look suspicious at all. No, 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 not at all. Nope. And by the way, Doom was December 10th of 1993. So yeah, nice. it's nice. like I said, uh, they all come out in December, like all of the big franchises. All the big franchises, yeah. Really so I'm pretty sure Quake is the same too, which is kind of funny. Something like that. I don't remember. I just remember the big uh, Duke Nukem versus like the 3D Realms versus id software thing where uh, Duke just goes, I ain't afraid of no Quake. Remember uh, that? Qu- Quake was uh, June. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, in other lighter news, Monster Hunter World is actually getting free DLC as opposed to actually paying for it, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, but are they doing a subscription service, or have they announced any of that yet? Like, is that it's not? I don't out in North America yet. No, not yet. Um, yeah, it's just I, I haven't seen anything about any sort of subscription service or anything like that. But I do know that they're running another beta, which will run from January nineteenth to the twenty second. Uh, the game is finally going to be released on the 26th of January. Uh, but the final beta will be on PS4 only. No, seems legit. Yeah. I, I wish it was going to be released on PC at that point, but unfortunately it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's, it's got like some time. weird delay on PC because yeah. blah, blah, blah. They always do. Yeah. It's lame. I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm probably going to end up getting it on both. I, I wish I could remember the name of the game. There's a... Uh, I don't think it's an indie game. It might be an indie game that is uh, very much in the same vein as Monster Hunter. 
and it, it just basically it's a and it's a quasi MMO where you run around and hunt big giant monsters and like looks really cool and I can't remember the name of the game right now. God Eater? No. Because that is pretty much exactly what you described. Dauntless. That's what it is. Trust me. Check it out. I'll I might put a just throw the trailer in there. Why not? Okay. Yeah, it's it actually looks interesting enough that I'm I want to check it out. So uh yeah. can't hurt. Because you it's in closed beta right now, but you can buy it's one of those ones where you could like buy a founder pack and like joint get in on the early closed beta. Yeah. yeah. And eventually they'll reset all the characters or whatever, but sure. I think. I think that's their um, plan. Top three of twenty seventeen. Uh well first uh do you, you want to talk about what you're playing? <laughs> do we want to make this joke? <laughs> yeah, why not? So me, I've been playing the obvious ones are PUBG, Overwatch, and I actually started playing uh, the Battle Royale mode for Fortnite since the the campaign mode was a little bit disappointing and not what I thought it was going to be. Huh. But yeah, it, I've I heard, thought it was going to be. I've seen people play the battle royale mode for Fortnite, and it looks really fun especially with the weird building mechanics it is it's incredibly fun honestly but it makes me just want to play PUBG, um which is understandable but, but yeah the uh the campaign mode was a little disappointing because i thought it was going to be similar to uh like um seven days to die or uh minecraft and that is a sandbox type of survival sim but no it actually has a like a full campaign story and while that's not a bad thing. It's still a little bit disappointing because that's not what I expected. Yeah. I can see that. You you recently had a vacation not terribly long ago. Yeah. I'm um, actually this is my last day of vacation, ironically enough. Oh, nice. Nice little little playoff game for the last day of your vacation. Yeah. Hoping it continues. But uh Yes. Not well, the vacation won't continue, but hopefully the playoff run will continue. Actually, that'd be nice if the vacation continued as well. Yes. But I don't I don't know how that would work, but sure. Yeah. So, my joke was going to be that all the games I've been playing lately are, you know, changing diapers and heating bottles of milk and feeding babies. That's about it. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Depressingly. Yeah. Or not so depressingly, depending on your bent. (laughs) Well, depressingly, if you actually like, you know, want to play video games and. No, you don't want to do that. You just like being a parent. It's fine. Yeah, I don't need to do any of that fun stuff. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about today, uh, since it is, you know, kind of right at the top of the year, uh, and we didn't get a chance to do one yet because we <laughs> should have recorded it like three weeks ago or something like that, if we had maintained our schedule. Uh it's kind of a little mini best of. So instead of doing like our big thing that we did last year, where we did like a big top five, I think we're just going to do a top three this year. And it's kind of cheating because one of Paul's top three is would be one of my top three. So I didn't put it in my top three so that we could have more games to talk about here real quick. Yes. Because we should. Yeah. So uh, who's going to go first? These are in Um, no particular order. Of course, these are just like the three best games that we enjoyed that they don't necessarily have to have come out this year just we played them this year yeah it's kind of a cheaty little caveat but here we are <laughs> rock paper scissors what's what we did last year like the uh you know <laughs> not rock paper scissors but the uh just you know it had to be something we played in 2016 uh yeah, just go 
Go for it. Okay. So I'm going to go with The Flame and the Flood because it's one of the game corner games that we did this year. And uh, it was actually really good. I, I had a lot of fun with it. It had really, really cool art style. It mm. was a game that was just difficult enough. Um, at yep. least I thought. Um, I think we're both pretty surprised by it. Yeah. And it was just, it had a, it had a fun little art style, had decent controls. Uh, the traps were interesting to try and use. I don't know. I just, it was a really good game and I really liked it. And uh, you should check it out if you have not and uh, go listen to our Flame in the Flood episode because we go in much, much more detail. Yeah. Um, enjoyable game. I think it definitely was worth the mention for top three, uh, especially if you enjoy the kind of um, indie feel to it, like you're scavenging stuff up together to make your your uh, raft mm-hmm. better. It's It's a fun little game. But yeah, if you want a full dissertation on it, go check out the episode it's good stuff indeed indeed all right um so again in no particular order i actually grabbed divinity original sin so this came out in 2015 but i finally had a chance to play it this year and it is astonishingly good uh it is a fun little rpg that is actually co-op uh two-player co-op throughout the entire campaign which i thought was kind of cool um and it's like in the vein of the old uh bioware style rpgs right like it's that isometric uh like you have like uh kind of also like pillars of eternity like that whole thing the black yes yes and no so the combat system is very different in that it is very much like fallout in that it's turn-based combat Mm -hmm. so you take a turn your partner takes a turn uh the enemy get each gets a turn it's it's very much like the old gold box games in that particular system if you remember the old gold box dnd games Mm -hmm. yeah very much like that uh these the story is, i honestly haven't gotten very far in it like I've, I've only gotten through like chapter one but it's still just an impressive fun little game and i'm i'm very much enjoying it looking forward to playing too yeah nice the uh yeah the second one came out this year and has gotten some really really great reviews uh from what i've heard but it was also like 300 hours long or something really ridiculous yes. like that. <laughs> um all right so that pops back to me and i'm going to go uh again still in no particular order uh gonna go with elite dangerous because it has had some huge huge changes to it in this past year and uh even in like the past three months is just a completely different game now there's a basically an entire giant war going on uh with an alien species now uh right yeah, Thargoids. And it, there's actually been some really, really awesome community goals for the past few weeks. If you if you don't know, if you haven't played the game, uh, every week there are, or maybe it's every two weeks, there, there are new community goals that come out. And it's just like quests that you can do that are run by Frontier and they contribute towards something story-wise in the game. So like uh, a few months ago, the faction that I kind of have participated with the wolves of Jonai had one where they were trying to build a big capital ship um like in i think it was an asteroid base maybe um and so there's this big community goal where everyone who plays elite dangerous could contribute materials to this and if enough materials got contributed like x would get built in the game kind of a thing and uh they they do those all the time but the ones they've had recently are like X, Y, and Z stations have been attacked by Thargoids and are on fire and we need everyone to provide like to pitch in on the rescued effort. So like literally you just show up, 
pick up a bunch of passengers and ferry them off to a different station so that you know people don't mm. die in this crazy alien attack and there have been maybe 15 or 20 stations in the past couple of weeks uh that have been attacked that have had to be rescued uh so it's just it's just kind of cool thing that's been going on with this and there's been a bunch of stuff like doing research for new weapons that will actually hurt the thargoids because the traditional weapons don't um which makes them really scary because they can just they can like just shut your ship down and blow you up and you can't do anything. Like you just sit there and watch. Just roll up and fuck up your day, really. (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's just this really weirdly interesting thing just to see the game evolve like that. And other weird bit of news, uh, and I will include a story for this in the show notes, hopefully was that they had a really interesting rescue mission that happened recently. So there's a player faction called the fuel rats, and like literally all that they do is go around and refuel commanders that have run out of fuel. So like if you get somewhere and you you are out of fuel and you can't make a jump to another star to refill your your ship, you can like literally go to the fuel rats website and like send them, hey, I'm here, blah, 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 blah. I need fuel. And like one of the members of the fuel rats will take the mission and like go and bring you fuel and refuel you. So what makes this one really weird and really interesting was that the person who needed fuel was doing a thing where they, to give a little background, there's a a station called Hutton Orbital that's Mm -hmm. in this one system. And it's like 22 light seconds away from the star. So it takes like an hour to get to the station after you get to the system or something like that. But they sell souvenir mugs. Like there's a special type of cargo that's like Hutton Orbital souvenir mugs that you can, you can buy in the game. Uh, just as a joke of like, it takes so much to get to this stupid station that, you know, it's the, you know, I, the the equivalent of like, I flew all the way to the station and, or someone flew all the way to the station and all I got was this lousy t-shirt kind of a thing. Yeah, like it's yeah. like, that kind of a joke. Um, so the, the joke that's been happening uh, is that like people will go to that station, buy mugs and then like l- jettison the cargo in very, very weird places in the game. Mm-hmm. Just like as a joke. And so so someone decided that they were going to put these mugs as far away from inhabitable space as they possibly could. So so they went out to this place that's called Beagle Point, which is a star system that is the furthest out on the furthest arm of the Milky Way from the arm that Earth is on, the soul, the arm that soul is on. So it's like it's this let it's this thing that it had a regular star designation. So it was like, you know, had just some weird alphanumeric code. And then someone called it Beagle Point in honor of another player or something like that. So it just got, it's now Beagle Point. And it is an endurance thing where players will travel out to Beagle Point and back just to say that they've done it. Like, oh, I've sure. been to Beagle Point. It is a a thing that you can do in the game that is mm-hmm. got some prowess to it because it takes a lot of time and a lot of like a really good ship to get out there. Um, So it takes 22 hours to get from Seoul to Beagle Point. So from Earth to Beagle Point is 22 hours of hyperspace jumping between stars. Mm -hmm. Then once they got to Beagle Point, they turned away from inhabitable space and just flew out into the void for 52 hours. (laughs) But why? to get the furthest that's the furthest anyone had ever gone and like they they tried to think like okay if i go this far in super cruise like 
I'll have time to stop and turn around and come back. I'll have enough fuel. Everything will be okay. Everything's good. Well, they didn't. They ran out of fuel. So the three, it was either three or four members of the fuel rats that had to go refuel this person. Yeah. Had more than 72 hours of flight time in the game just to get there. Jesus. Like it's insane. Like it's ridiculous how just much time was put into saving this one person. Cause I mean, they had to be fair, they had like, you know, millions and millions of credits worth of exploration data on the way out there and blah, 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 blah. And the, the record for the furthest Hutton space mugs out in just deposited in the solar system and you know, whatever, but it's just, it's what the fuel rats do is like, they just, they wanted the challenge. They, apparently spent more than a day trying to figure out if it was even possible. Like if they could modify ships to carry fuel and make it that far. And they did, they made it and all of them are on their way back. If they have not already gotten back. Uh, yeah, this but, was yeah. a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was a week or so ago that they, they finally finished it. It was like right around new year's. It was like the day before new year's or something like that. But they actually, uh, got they to actually yeah, they thought it was going to be New Year's Day and it was like ended up being the day before they ended up just getting there faster. Because nice. basically what happened is they jump into the system. The guy logs on so that they can wing up with him and target him in the wing. And then they like start flying in that direction and he just logs off. And then a few hours later, he logs back in so they can do any course correcting. And then he logs back off again. And it's just like, you know, that's what they, they did for like three days straight or something ridiculous like that. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like I, I have no idea. That that's why it's so impressive. Like that is just, it is a crazy, crazy thing that that's one even possible to do in the game. Yeah, and, and two, and two that, that they actually, actually did it. Yeah, they, <laughs> they coordinated, you know, that many people to to get it done. So no kidding. Yeah, but but that's one of the reasons why I love Elite Dangerous and why it's such a great game. It's just like, despite the actual content of the game, stuff like this is able to happen in it, and it just makes a really interesting thing so i don't know that's why it it even though it is way more than a year old uh it still gets my uh my my seal of approval and there's the stuff they have planned for 2018 is going to be really interesting too so i can't wait i'm excited it seems fun all right uh next one i think is uh honestly it's overwatch i mean come on I didn't play it in 2016. I've, I got it in last year and I've been playing it ever since. Yes. Um, just, yeah. <laughs> All the it's time. Hey, hey, Paul, what are you doing right now? I'm playing Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. Unless I'm playing something else. I mean, I got nothing else to do with my fucking time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, mostly Overwatch. Uh, it's just a an incredibly fun game. It's 66 team-based game. If you don't know it now, I'm surprised. Uh, in fact, the Overwatch League starts up uh, to, um, in three days on the 10th, I believe. Yeah, something like that. I've been seeing things from Cloud9. They own one of the uh, the teams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also own, like... Good. Yeah, the, Cloud9 owns the uh, London Spitfire, I think. Gotcha, gotcha. Because there's none of the... They're not allowed to use their team names. They have to be separate mm-hmm. things. So like, I think the Immortals owns the team for Los Angeles. But you know, again, they weren't allowed to use the immortals. I don't even I don't know what that right. team name is, but like yeah, these big esports teams own all of these teams, but none of them are allowed to be like connected back to the main franchise, which is really 
bizarre, but you know, whatever. Blizzard. Know. Uh, the Los Angeles Valiant, by the way. Okay, true. <laughs> so I don't know why, but I, I I've been enjoying watching the uh, Overwatch League as well. Like I watched the uh, I don't remember what was the like the I don't remember what it was. It was like the 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 pre qualifiers early on this mm-hmm. year, or early on in December. I watched those. They were pretty fun to watch, enjoyable. Uh, just watching people who are would way outclass me in the game yes <laughs> we've we've had this conversation on esports a lot it's just like it's interesting to watch like because you know kind of the base mechanics so like mm-hmm. when people are playing at a much higher level it's like you can appreciate it and it's like it can be fun to watch overwatch can be like a little crazy to watch just because it's so fast oh, yeah. paced it's just like it's hard to follow what it, what's going on in the game when they keep jumping back and forth between people uh it's pretty crazy but they also have added a spectator mode too yeah. where you can where the the camera crew is able to operate it so that you can see the whole fight as well not just yeah. through the eyes of somebody but they do flip between a bunch of people as well as do the uh the spectator mode which is yeah both interesting and kind of well done it's like, yeah. it's it's hard to see you have to watch it in order to figure out what i'm talking about yeah i i know how it is cuz they do the same thing with league of legends they have like a yeah. Their spectator cam like bounces around between different players periodically, and it's just like it's can be hard to follow if you're not used to it. Yeah, I, but the I announcers the announcers do a really good job tying it all together, though. So that's they do, and a lot of the times the announcers are the same for both uh, like League of Legends, Paladins, and Overwatch, which is yeah. really weird. But well, I know I know for League of Legends, it's mostly not the same because like they're all riot employees basically oh gotcha okay that makes sense so so like they're not allowed to do a, there, there's a whole bunch of weird shit they're not allowed to do like they're not allowed to stream like which is bizarre that is like, bizarre yeah but all right last one for you uh last one for me is going to be a weird one because i don't think we've talked about it at all um yeah i definitely looked askance at it when you when you put it down there yeah so it's a quasi fighting game that is available on steam i think it's actually finally out of early access or at least the the page to me doesn't look like it's in early access uh and the price jumped up ten dollars so um it's fire pro wrestling world uh if you're unfamiliar with the fire pro franchise uh it is a japanese wrestling game series and they were really big on the like famicom and super famicom and they had one that came, I think they had one for the PlayStation and maybe one for the PlayStation 2. Um, and then haven't done a game in like 10 years or something ridiculous like that since the PlayStation 2 one came out. Like they haven't done another Fire Pro game. Um, but what makes this one interesting versus the other ones, because the other ones like you could make custom wrestlers. Uh, mm-hmm. And so people would like make wrestlers and then like show, you know, what they did online so people could copy them. And so you could just like take, go to a website and look, go and make, you know, someone else's custom wrestler or whatever. But in Fire Pro Wrestling World, it's hooked up to Steam Workshop. So people can make custom wrestlers and throw them up on the Steam Workshop. For example, there's got to be like thousands of these guys, which is kind of funny. Anyway, there's like, I think the last time I looked, there was more than a thousand wrestlers available Jesus. to download. And, uh, and it goes everywhere from like old school 1980s, like Hulk Hogan era, Roddy Roddy Piper era, like people you can download to play, mm-hmm. like through crazy obscure indie guys, like from modern day and back in the past. And 
Like it's just, it's really insane. The number of people there are, and there's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of moves animated in the game. And it's still got this like kind of hand-drawn cartoony graphics. Uh, but it's a surprisingly simple and surprisingly complex game. Cause you can't just like button mash to win. You actually have to like structure the match, like in a appropriate way. Like you have to start with like, easier lighter simpler moves until you wear your opponent down and then you can start going for the big crazy stuff because if you right. like just because you can do your finishing move as the first move of the match if you want but it's probably going to get reversed into something because your opponent can do that so and they, they've done some interesting stuff like adding uh mma matches to it uh so there's like an octagon version where where it's just like a cage in MMA. So like there's hundreds of MMA fighters that have been ported into the game now. And like the AI mode in it is like ridiculously crazy because apparently like 50% of the people who play the game don't actually play it. They just let AI play AI and they watch because the way that you can tune the AI for different wrestlers, like they have completely different personalities and like it actually gets, it's, it's like, watching stuff on twitch it just it it gets has its own weird little subculture of people watching these created wrestlers fight because it's weird i don't know like it's it's both fun to play but i can totally understand it because there there are some like interesting things that happen when you just let ai play each other because they do just really weird shit so right i don't know it's it's a fun little game when i got it i think it was twenty dollars because it was in early access True. Uh, it's thirty dollars now, but okay, it's out of early access then. Hmm. I think so. I I can't tell by looking at their page. It doesn't say anything about early access on it. So not, not on Steam or anything. Yeah, it just says you know if it's, if it's on Steam, wrestling. it would it would have said early access. Yeah, it flat it, says it on those things. It used to. It does not now. So that's yeah, why so it's I, out of early access. Then. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. I uh, recommend checking it out if you you know or into that kind of thing it's it's kind of funny but why not right i agree so the last one and the one we both agreed on is PUBG. i mean for obvious reasons and i just got a message from drew saying he made it to the top 10 he actually got number two in um in singles matches so good fucking job drew um other than that PUBG is a if you haven't heard of the genre yet it is a battle royale simulator uh basically you you and either you yourself or a squad of people jump into a map of like a, a, an isolated island map and basically duke it out with a uh, hundred other people or not and other people and just kick the shit out of people with um, any weapon you can find. They're all mostly guns. There's some melee weapons, but at that point there's no real point to using them except for the pan. You always use the pan. Nice. Yes. Always the frying pan. Cause the butt armor. It is. Um, um, you can actually hear these shots ding off of the frying pan, which is kind of funny. Yes, yes, you can. Um, so to jump back to Fire Pro Wrestling, because I finally got it to trigger the Steam Workshop, there are over 18,000 assets to download wow. on the workshop right now. And that, that includes fighters and rings. So there's a thousand different ring mats. <laughs> there's almost a thousand referees. Like, Jesus. I mean, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, that is ridiculous. There are almost no 11,000 11, American wrestlers in the game. Damn. Like, that you can download and play. 
I mean, the uh, industry circuit is huge here. Yeah, well, but then there's also like some funny stuff. Like what I was laughing at a second ago is like, so they have Ryu, they have the Predator. Like this is on the front page of the Steam Workshop right now. <laughs> RoboCop is uh, <laughs> on there. Like, like that's what I was laughing because I saw RoboCop, awesome. and it's just like, wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, like so, there's absolute ridiculousness in this game. So yeah, yeah but yeah, on to, back to PUBG. Uh, the the best part about PUBG is that they very very recently exited early access like they yep. promised i think it was like right at the end of december like um, kind of like december towards the end of december 18, yeah like that. Uh, and when they exited early access they added a second map to the game and it's kind of a desert map and it's uh looks really fun i have not had a chance to play the desert map yet but uh it appears have to be somewhere in mexico people, but it is amazing yeah and uh, I actually have played it numerous times. It is a good map, um, but I'm still trying to get familiar with where the good drops are, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. Like, uh, I, I will still just jump on Twitch sometimes and watch people play PUBG because it's a, it's a fun little game. I also stream it. Just a sudden. So there you go. <laughs> you, you, can, you can watch Paul play PUBG. He, you can watch me suck at PUBG. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to watch some people who are actually good at playing it, look look elsewhere. I'm terrible at it, and it's funny to watch me die and get angry about it. Yeah, I'm still mad that like the one game that I've won, I was not streaming at the time that I won it. Oh, yeah, it so bad. I understand. Um, I did record a chicken dinner that uh, Dan rocks your socks, and I got on it. Um, that I uh, still need to actually edit someday. I think I was recording the uh, squad game that we won. Oh yeah, nice. I think so, I gotta edit the one that I won with Dan. I'm kind of mad. I just <laughs> so I've won everything but duos now, and then I then I need to win games on the new map because that's like. How... I haven't. I haven't won singles. I've won squads and duos. Yeah. I've won singles and I've won squads, nice. but not duos because nice. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's a fun game. Uh, it is probably the. Like I, like I think I've said this before on the the show is that it is the only game I've played in a really really long time that like you know got the heart rate up because it's mm-hmm. like it gets more and more intense as there gets less and less people like and as you're just running around and you you haven't seen anyone in 15 minutes like you know you're about to like get shot at and you're just like oh god you know why am I running across this open field this is really stupid uh <laughs> and like that's that's one of the things that i really like about the game is that it like it feels stressful and like that's very abnormal from a game and it's a good feeling it's it's not because there's bad stressful like you know you want to throw your controller and break stuff and rage quit like yeah. that kind of you know dark Souls stressful versus uh <laughs> the so we never got to that point with dark souls i know i know i'm just making the joke but i but i, I get your point like if people do do that i just it's astonishing that i never got to that point yeah um maybe you got good faster than everyone else maybe maybe but yeah so it's i don't know it's just a really great game has a really great atmosphere it's still a little buggy at times uh but it also just came out on 360 and they're mm-hmm. or not 360 xbox, xbox one. one and ps4 and uh and it has not yeah. come out for ps4 oh, no, you're right it because is and the reason has basically been stated that the only reason it's not out for the PS4 yet is that they don't have something equivalent to early access. That's fair. 
because that's um, and the on the Xbox One, it is like in their version of early access, yeah. and uh, so you can buy into it early. And like, I would not test it currently. Honestly, yeah, I've, heard, I've heard that the Xbox version is a little uh, buggy. It's shit right now. It really is. It is incredibly shit right now. Like I, I purchased it for myself and uh, Dan. We wanted to play with our FIFA squad, and it is just incredibly buggy, and it is nowhere near as polished as the PC version. Uh, wait. If you're going to purchase it on console, wait until yeah. it is out of early access. Even then, you might not be too satisfied. Or just wait till it gets closer. Maybe. I don't know. Because it looks like crap. <laughs> yeah, well, can't be helped. It Honestly, if you, if someone actually experimented with it and looked hooked up a keyboard to an Xbox One and you are still able to use keyboard commands on the yeah. Xbox. Uh, so they opened there, it up. There is actually rumors about that, that their Xbox is going to get keyboard and mouse support soon. That'd be cool. Uh, however, the point of that was to bring out that someone opened it up and they are on extremely low settings for PUBG. Like you, you are on the lowest settings possible for the game because the Xbox, I guess, can't handle it currently. Even the Xbox One S is on that, which kind of sucks. Yeah. What's the, the thing about PUBG is it's not really uh, optimized very well. And uh, yeah, that's just kind of a, a thing. So yeah, here's the uh, story for you about the uh, Microsoft exit or Microsoft Poland accidentally leaked, uh, leaked that there's going to be keyboard and mouse support for the Xbox One down the road. Whoopsie doodle. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. All right. That's cool though. Yeah. yeah. I actually prefer keyboard and mouse and that'd be kind of cool to be able to play games with the KBM on Xbox. Indeed. It'd be interesting if it supported like wireless ones, like blue Bluetooth ones, like really good Bluetooth ones, so that that way mm-hmm. you could like you know chill back on your couch and not have to run a cable. <laughs> That's fair, or two cables really. Yeah. Well, one you could just run one with a USB hub on it. True. True. Man, man. think. However, that's about wraps it up for us. Yeah, I think, got anything else? I think we are good to go. All right. I don't know. I, so, I got nothing else right now. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, well, I'm I mean, you do got a bunch to do. It's just the fact that you're kind of here doing it. <laughs> yeah, I actually just got a ping being like, oh, God, I need help with like 15 minutes. So, yeah. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> All right, wrapping it up. Our next episode, we don't know when. It's as soon as Dan is able to be to play through the game is South Park's The Fractured Butthole. Yeah. Uh, the next favorite game will be Game Death Tycoon. And if you want to contact to contact us uh, drop a line at uh, podcast at com. you can uh, drop us a line on twitter i'm at paul cluel dan runs the at Cart and at shop the Viking accounts i'm on twitch.tv such what's paul playing today when dan has time which is someday in the near future uh, he'll be on twitch.tv slash shop the viking if you want to find us on any other social media links are in the show notes and if you love us please consider leaving a review on itunes stitcher google play or whatever you're listening to us on really does help us find new people find the show and is the biggest thing you can do to help us out We've also got uh, t-shirts up at... Uh, oh, crap. What the hell is the name of that site? Teespring? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it, I, the I, link I, will be in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, it's I think it's teespring.com slash gaming, something like that. Yeah. Uh, you'll find it in the show notes. That um, right. You can check out our Patreon, but like Dan said, we are currently not accepting donations until you're able to get on a schedule that is allowing us to release uh, 
twice a you month. You should still be able to sign up if you want to sign up. Uh, and like, you know, I'll still make some Patreon posts periodically, you know, letting you guys know what's going on. Um, but yeah, you won't get charged anything until we actually get our shit together. Yeah. <laughs> and so one thing I'll throw out, we'll throw this out there. I don't know if how down Paul will be for it, but if you guys want us to just like randomly bullshit about gaming news every week or two, like until we we're able to start doing the gaming stuff, like the actual talking about like real games, South Park, like, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, like let us know because we can do like little quick maybe 20 30 minute like hey here's here's a news roundup what do you you know i don't know i'm i'm down for it uh if we can squeeze time every what the fuck else do we have to do through time yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly but like it's just one of those things like you know it we it's something we can offer you know possibly if you guys want to hear it if you guys care um we we can totally do that otherwise we'll you know see you when we can cover south park yeah ping us over on facebook or email us uh drop us a line at load card just you know let us know what you think cool either way uh we'll see you soon and here's some smooth jazz to play you out It's actually funny. I think I've played more Game Dev Tycoon, which is our next favorite game game, than I have South Park, which is because it's... Wow. My cat's trying to kill herself, apparently. And uh, (laughs) just knocked a bunch of shit over. I'm leaving that in. I'm not even sorry. (laughs) That's going to keep it because you're an asshole. (laughs) Moving along.